Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today, we have Sarah on from Adway, and we're going to learn a lot about her firm. She and I have done a LinkedIn Live before, and uh, it was fantastic. I would, If you're not already following her on social, you should. And so we'll get all of our coordinates uh, towards the end of the show. But Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show, and uh, introduce both yourself and introduce Adway. Yeah, definitely. It's been so long since we did the live. I think we did it in like November. That's right. So I'm very keen to be spending some time with you again, William. Um, and, and as you mentioned, my name is Sarah Dalsfeld. I'm a senior advisor in digital talent acquisition. And I was actually one of the first joining Adway, which last year grew by 400%, I think. Uh, and so for my role, like with an eye on the latest trends and topics in recruitment, I hold live streams and webinars where I invite some of the world's foremost experts in recruitment to challenge mine and Adway's global network in talent acquisition. And I have almost 20,000 HR managers, TA managers and recruiters in my network. And this have resulted in a, in a global community that is interested in the future of talent acquisition, which is so much fun. I love that. And Adway, uh, um, to sum up what Adway does uh, for the for your customers, what mm-hmm. would you? How would you position Adway? I'd say it like this. So we are a talent acquisition and recruitment marketing software, yet a kind of recruitment marketing software that is able to attract and convert candidates from customer service support for a call center down to a higher level professionals at some of the top global organizations such as PricewaterhouseCoopers. So 10 years ago, we started our own recruitment agency and we've done thousands of interviews ourselves with candidates and helped over 5,000 candidates find a job. And over these 10 years, I've learned and <laughs> we've learned quite a bit and made a lot of mistakes. We found that this process is not scalable and it's profound to mistakes. So around three years ago, we built an internal software that's able to not just scale our own operations, but be used by other recruitment agencies and larger employers that we brought on board. So all in all, just to put it in perspective, we helped hire 2,000 to 3,000 people every month with customers like the largest banks and telecom companies in Scandinavia, UK, and Europe. And we go for all the major social media accounts, but what we're really, really proud of is that we're able to increase the quality of those candidates. So it's not just a game of numbers, not just quantity. We're able to find, analyze, and convert the best people for that job passive and active candidates. And so where does uh, the recruitment marketing kind of in the, in the, when you think of talent acquisition from sourcing Mm. to maybe onboarding Mm. recruitment marketing is, uh, can be a lot of different things. So why don't you give us an idea of where it plays for people in their workflow? 
Yeah, so it's top funnel, basically. Um, mm-hmm. And for us, like we partner with global employers to help them reach their hiring goal through next generation AI-powered recruitment marketing technology. And all this while enhancing their employer brand and elim- eliminating bias, lacking less time and at a lower cost. So being a part of a team who likes to learn, share, engage, and lead in the TA industry has basically fueled this success. So since inception in 2017, we have acquired like plus 150 clients. And and with with the marketing that's being done, mm. obviously, yeah, obviously you mentioned some of it's being social, but you also mentioned at the very beginning that's digital tra- talent uh, talent acquisition. So that could be a lot Correct. of different things: email, yeah, uh, advertising, all kinds of different things. Some of that assumes content. And, and I wanted That's, to ask you, you know, kind of a question about that. Mm-hmm. Like we're, if we're trying to recruit candidates, call center uh, candidates is a great example. What do we need to put in front of them to then get them to take the action that we want them to take? Yeah. So I'd like to walk you through the story, but basically it's about candidate seduction. And I love this concept because it's not about shouting out that you have a job. Right. You have to nudge and nurture passive talents over time it could be three months six months 12 months but if it's top talent it's Mm. worth it so could i like just walk you through kind of the basics and oh 100 yes yeah yeah so just to give you guys like a, a painted picture of this historically everyone advertised their vacancies on job boards right And today it's war of talent and the best candidates are, as we mentioned, probably hired by your talent competitors. They're most likely not hanging around on a job board. So therefore, employers must invest in the passive candidate market. And just to give you a perspective, over 4 billion people use social media worldwide. And the average time a person spends on social media a day is over 2 hours and 30 minutes. So if someone signed up at 16 and lived to the age of 70, they would spend almost 6 years of their lives there. So since the majority of us now realize that candidates spend a lot of time on their, uh, in their life on social media, this is where modern employers focus their recruitment marketing efforts, which is the solution to get out and reach them. And so getting the ads out on all the job boards, that's easy. So the mistake many TA departments make is that they think social media ads are just as easy to handle. All the social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, and for instance, Google ads have completely different formats and demands. So most of us now have tried, like I guess you've tried it too, William, to do a manual social media campaign, like job campaigns, to be around where Mm -hmm. your candidates spend all their time. Or probably you used your marketing department or a marketing agency, and that's great. But if you want to succeed with larger volumes, you need to do this fully automated. And the center of it all is in the ATS, because most job publications go through there. So you need to manage to connect all the feeds from the ATS to every desired channel in social media. And if you do this, you'll reach operational superiority among your talent competitors. 
But it's not just about getting the ads out. There's a lot of strategy and methodology around linking your EVP, employer branding, storytelling, and the candidate seduction, and doing this programmatically over time. So distribution, creation, and then optimization, fully automated. So quick question on the on the the optimization part. So mm-hmm. I get I get the part on job ads. So mm-hmm. especially programmatic. When when people think about programmatic ad buying, they start with the assumption of we don't know what's going to work. We'll mm-hmm. put some budget aside, and we'll go see if it's LinkedIn or if it's Indeed or or wherever the wherever we get both the quality and quantity traffic mm-hmm. with social. Uh, I would assume that you start with kind of the same assumption. We don't know if these folks are TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or whatever. You start with the assumption of, hey, you know what? We don't know, or maybe you (laughs) do know. Yeah. And so I want to ask you kind of, how do you, I mean, I can get optimization once you know. Because once once you know, correct. Once you know, like, okay, we can optimize it once we know. Yes. But if we don't know, and let's say a client, when they first start, it's like, I don't know if our candidates Mm -hmm. are on LinkedIn or if they're on Twitter. No, and most of us don't. We assume we go for, you know, our gut feeling like I don't use Facebook anymore, but no, look at the stats. So let me, let me just back up. So when you solved all the feeds from the ATS and solved all the ads and all their different formats, right? Videos, GIFs, images, it's critical to make sure you reach the right individuals. So who should you reach, engage, convert? How do you know how you like you mentioned, how your target group is. Perhaps diversity and inclusion could be a goal here or increase your efforts in reaching more minority groups. So the target group construction is complex and it is important that you optimize it in a software to get it right. Partly by working with communication, like kind of how an e-commerce would work. And we can, for instance, make an example with the travel industry. And so the travel industry are experts in building concepts around behaviors and attributes. So similar to recruitment, you should think of your career page as the hub, because here you can analyze the candidate's behaviors. And it's important to distinguish behaviors and look at attributes, such as what school they studied at, Mm -hmm. years of experience, what they consume in social media, what pages they follow. So, for instance, a programmer may engage a lot in GitHub or Stack Overflow, for example. Right. So Facebook has over 50,000 data points on each individual. Collecting this cannot be done manually. It needs to be done programmatically with the help of some software. You cannot access all these data points in Business Manager manually. It's very limited. So here's how you know who you would like to reach. By looking at behaviors and attributes, you can build persona and archetypes, which e-commerce and the travel agencies are experts at. They know like, exactly who is interested in what. So when these archetypes are made, the software knows what works for you as a company and what does not work. So once you have these awesome ads and target audiences, you can start looking at lookalike candidates to expand your audience based on those who are already looking at your jobs. So if you would like more women in tech, for instance, a trick would be to install this type of software and then ask everyone in your organization to contact all their female developers and teach the software what's important immediately. 
all activities you do linked to recruitment will give you a greater result through the software. I love this. When you when you say uh, personas, sometimes people are going to understand exactly what you mean by that. But sometimes uh, that's that's the demographic and psychographic data. Uh, give us an example of a persona, just uh, you know, in yeah. general. Yeah, and in general, just to put it in perspective, like the full cycle of a software, like mentioned, that you first publish your new vacancy in your ATS, mm -hmm. immediately the software gets notified and the social media job ads are created in the exact right format for each channel using videos, GIFs, and images, and stands out in the newsfeed based on your uh, corporate ID and employer brand. Every ad is containing your EVP and employer mm -hmm. brand name to really sell to the company. And the ads are one click away to your career page where we advise you, of course, to optimize your application process, or we can use an add-on, Adway Apply, to apply already in the SoMe ad using is, gamification. Is there tracking, um, I would assume there is, but <laughs> is there tracking on the career page as to where they've come from and some of the things that they've clicked? So you start yeah. to get an idea of what's working? Correct, correct. Okay. So on the career page, we analyze visitors, like who's clicking on what job right. in what city for how long are they coming back multiple times, for instance. So now I'm going to describe to you the personas part. So from the behaviors, the solution analyzed the attributes to enable to create a really niche audience combining these two techniques. So this is taken into consideration when we build segmented talent pools, which is a trademark of ours. So now you have the unique persona and archetype of every job category of yours. And based on these personas and archetypes, we then go back to the audience network and order talent pools ex uh, extensions using lookalike audiences. So based on the most high converting candidates and their screening question answers, for instance, which we can take into consideration, we find these lookalike audiences in social media and feed it back to the algorithm and our programmatic buying to reach them. So we test and measure everything, meaning we always bid on these audiences together with the retargeting from the career page, which has the original traffic from all your sourcing and headhunting activities and all your other recruitment activities. And from here, they are presented, like your candidates are presented with the relevant job ads and programmatic employer branding. And the loop is, is self-improving from start. So that's why our customers get better and better results all the time and get a kind of steep increase of their talent inflow. And so let's take Mercedes-Benz as just a, an example. So let's say if they've got 100 jobs uh, open right now. And yeah. is each one of those jobs kind of a bespoke kind of campaign? You would look at each one of them once, you know, again, you got all kinds of different jobs at Mercedes. Yeah. But yeah. would you look at each one of those? Because you, you mentioned making sure that the EVP is baked into kind of all communications, which yeah. is great. But I'm wondering, even after that, do does certain types of candidates do they need something else? Correct. From you. Correct. So each vacancy is one like uh, unique job campaign. Got it. But just as you mentioned, you can't just shout about job. You have right. to build kind of a candidate journey. So just to give you a perspective, what we work with. So. For instance, day one, these uh, targeted candidates and lookalike audiences are um, presented with the job ad, for instance. And that's, you know, it's, it's 
98% sell and like 2% demands on social media because you want to have them click into your career page. Right. But from that job ad, you know, this uh, passive candidate who is already uh, employed by your competitor needs more information. So from that, you have to have kind of a sense, like programmatic and based on data, to, to know which content is useful to share when. So the flow would be like day one, the job ad. Day two, it's happening so much new cool stuff on Mercedes-Benz. Uh, like day three or one week after. We have so much cool, you know, stuff and that's happening. The seduction, yeah, you, that's the seduction you, part. That's the seduction yeah. part. You're, you're doing drip kind of campaigns or content to them to kind of lure them. And we're using words, lure and seduction in, in, in good mm. ways, not bad mm. ways. But and we're basically like nurture and nudge. Them. Nurture, and this yeah. this really takes time. So right. we're able to to build these kind of job categories and, and talent pools over time from your career page and save them at least for six months. Because again, it's not the first job ad. It's not one job campaign. Right. You have to sell and be relevant and stand for something and share value and, you know, challenge them over time. So what do people get wrong about outside of tracking? What do people get wrong about career pages in general when you all come in and kind of do your analysis of what's been done? Like, what do you, how do you, uh, how do you undo some of the mistakes that they make? Yeah. So if I ask you a question, how many of the visitors to like on a career page, do you think actually apply for a job? Uh, 25%. Like the average is like 2% globally. <laughs> that wow. says a lot about a that's, career page. That's, <laughs> if they're there. So these are, these are people that have actually. Yeah. You, you, the you've pay. paid for them yes. and you're wasting them. You're throwing wow. out fishnets. But you're oh not my. picking up the fish. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. So there's a lot, you know, you can do uh, to optimize your, your application process, but also the career page. You can use sticky footers, you know, the apply button, following mm -hmm. them everywhere. Uh, you can divide the application process into many pieces or just two. Like, first of all, we just need your email address and your LinkedIn page. Nothing more. See you by. I'll reach you with push notifications, for instance. Right. Uh, and then, of course, like highlight what's important on the career page. You're not putting on all these demands. Uh, you're not asking them to to uh, registrate for an account like that's right yeah you know a stone age so there's a lot you can do but uh, what we will usually see is that you have you've somewhat inherited like an old ats right it's quite usual um and and from there it could be an um kind of a business system so you have to like grow with the ats coming with it and from that you can it's easy as i mentioned to use like one of our features like adway apply to build kind of a shield over the the original application process to enable gamification already in the ad but also nevertheless get all the information into the ats but the candidate has a lovely experience it hasn't you know it, it doesn't have to go through all this um you know 90 question and postal right. codes and create an account and all that well what i love about that is you're reducing friction 
right? Yeah. So one of the yeah. things is you're saying, hey, it's like listen, e-commerce. We, yeah, right? we don't. Yeah, exactly. We don't need your credit card. We don't need all this other stuff. Nope. We want to know some basic things about you so that we yeah. serve up the appropriate content that makes, you know, that makes the most sense to yeah. you. It is really about getting them in. From there, you mm. can do a lot and you can sort them out. You can assess, you can test. It's, you know, it's really about getting them in and lower the threshold. I love and that's that. how, how modern employers work. So questions that you love from practitioners. So they've <laughs> never worked with that way. They, yeah. It's a foreign concept to them. All of a sudden you're on a call with them or somebody on your team's on a call with mm. them. What do you love to hear? And what are the questions that they should be asking you? Yeah. So for, like, for starters, I've never met a recruiter who loves to hunt down people, spamming <laughs> in mails, calling right. madly, like right. being a sales rep from, 2001 i've never met them um i meet people who love to meet people right they want to you know do <laughs> inclusive hiring they want to meet people they want to see if it's a cultural uh, add to the the company and so forth so um my first advice would be how can you uh, free yourself up from cold cold sourcing basically shouldn't you should not be cold sourcing the same old candidates in the same old funnel so, for instance, an ideal customer would be those who have like 100 plus vacancies a year global uh, with really complex roles to fill and want to reach all the passive and active candidates. And in a dream world, I'd like to meet like a global TA manager, including the global employer branding manager and a head of people of, and culture who knows what issues are important to work with. Um, and today, larger companies usually works with a media agency, and this right. would quickly become too expensive for all your vacancies to to get out uh, on social media and and you know uh, succeed with building these talent pools so um no i would i would really like someone who knows how to you know work with time management and use like the ones who figured out where does tech and automation benefit us the most and actually take away like the negative parts, like uh, unconscious bias of being a human and where should we insert the human inputs? So the ones who've started to map out their hiring process, like the TA funnel basically, uh, have, have quickly realized that you should have your hands off as soon as possible. Right. Um, so the first 20% of your uh, TA funnel and the process here basically stands for 80% of your uh, like inclusive um, strategy. Love that. So two, two questions left. One is, as you, you know, at this stage, when you demo the software or when you yeah. show people Adway, yeah. what do they, I call it the aha moment, but what, what are they drawn to the most when you show them the platform? Well, um, it's a, so the first meeting, it's always like an aha, I love this kind of meeting. And I'm not saying this in a braggy way. I'm saying this like, what a relief. Like there's a way to get all my vacancies out on every uh, sought for social media channel. And the channels are chosen after where your most desired candidates actually spend your time. So you don't have to worry. Right. You'll, you'll enable an inclusive uh, hiring process, like on behavioral targeting. You're not uh, filtering or targeting anyone against age ethnicity or gender you're being right. totally uh, inclusive. inclusive yes 
And from now on, uh, everything is automated, like all your EVP, every uh, employer branding communication, all the job ads. So you can actually spend time. And of course, you should automate assessment and screening too, if you're really smart. But now you can spend time further down in the funnel meeting these people. And like right. with the, when you're at the end, you'll have five, 10 candidates. And if you feel the super need of using your gut feeling, there's when you can do it. I'm not, yeah, you've got you know, time at that point. Yeah. Well, you, you've, you've assessed them and you hired them inclusively and with, you know, based on science and facts. So now right. if you must, you can choose your, with your gut feeling. Yeah. You know, what I love about that is it gives recruiters and hiring managers back some of their time. Right. So this is just a more efficient way of doing the things. I love the candidate seduction um, uh, part of this because we, that is, I, I used to yeah. call recruiting the romance phase of the relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so it, it, it gels with me. Um, yeah. So could, no, no need to spend time finding the right candidates. Uh -uh. If you have done all this correctly, you get better hires, better performance, less failed hires. And you can like, work with what you actually love meeting the people doing the culture ad and all that that's right. wonderful you know onboarding you know spending spending yeah, some quality yeah, time making sure people and, get and set up in these critical. times like you know yes with remote hiring spend your time there Man, uh, yeah, yeah. Set, them, set them up for success okay yes. so coordinates uh for you and for adway because i know people are going to want to both find you on LinkedIn, but also uh, yeah. they're all going to want to you know, know more about Adway as well. So why don't you give us some of the uh, coordinates? Yeah, of course. Like we like to share our knowledge and we put a lot of efforts into offering our clients and contacts and partners the latest in TA on our site. So adway.ai and adway.ai slash insights. And of course, on LinkedIn, where my name is Sarah Dalsfeld. You know, I'm the purple kind of blonde girl popping in in your newsfeed every day. I like to share, you know, uh, really and, and be in the limelight of talent acquisition. So you can always find us on, on LinkedIn or on our site, adway.ai. Awesome. Sarah, thank you so much. I could talk to you all day and, uh, and we will talk all day so if, we if we don't turn the video or turn the, the recording off, but thank you so much for coming on the use case podcast. I so much appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you in the space of TA William. Well, thank you very much. And thanks for everyone listening to the use case podcast until next time. Until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.